I'm Keith, and this is my dad, Kerwin. Welcome back to Father and Son, a Star Wars podcast. Thank you very much for joining us on this episode. Before we begin, we just want to say thank you to our listeners. We just reached 2,000 downloads, which is awesome. Um, there are so many Star Wars podcasts out there. We're just so happy that you're able to find us and that you're uh, following us. So thank you for that. Uh, we also want to continue to thank our YouTube subscribers. Our numbers are slowly climbing, which is great. And we ask you to please continue to tell, please continue to tell others about our podcast and um, you know, continue subscribing. And very important, if you can please leave comments or reviews on Apple Podcasts about our show, just tell us how we're doing. You know, So we are really appreciated if you do that. Thank you again. Thank you very much to our listeners and to our viewers on YouTube. This is a spoiler review of Star Wars War the Bounty Hunters. We're gonna talk about this huge Marvel comic crossover that began this past summer. It spanned five months and 25 issues over the summer. Five titles, including the main Star Wars series, Darth Vader, Dr. Aphra, Bounty Hunters, and War of the Bounty Hunters. In addition to these titles, there are also one-off standalones not necessarily related to the main story. Jabba the Hutt, Four of the Web, and Zuckus, and... Uh, Whoever Leo is dressed up as an IG-88. IG-88. There you go. All right. The Body Hunters crossover consists of many characters and several subplots, but will focus primarily on the storyline involving Boba Fett and the return of Crimson Dawn. Joining us on our spoiler review of War the Body Hunters is Chris Ryan. He's the co-host of YouTube channels Baraxium and Quickshot Star Wars Comic Preview. He hosts a Sunday late night show that I'm not allowed to listen to. <laughs> he also manages Topic City Comics on South Street, Philadelphia. Mr. Chris, welcome to Father and Son. <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. Oh, Chris, thanks. <laughs> you are a very busy man. So and, and we know that no one knows Star Wars comic books like you do. So we really thank you for taking the time out to join Absolutely. us. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. We want to start with just, you know, finding out who Chris Ryans is. Um, I, so I understand that you are, you grew up in Upper Marion, Pennsylvania. Is that correct? Yeah. Uh, uh, my family, you know, we moved around a bit. You know, I lived in Jersey for a little bit uh, and I lived in King of Prussia, um, I think on two separate occasions and one time it stuck. And, uh, you know, so that's why I adopt like King of Prussia and Upper Marion as like my, my hometown. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sure. And what type, what were you interested in when you were a child? What was Star Wars? Oh yeah. Oh my. What about Star Wars that interests you? Um, You know, I was, I was born in 75. So uh, it came out when I was two, I was just born into it. Uh, It was just, it was just a part of my DNA. And uh, uh, there's no one particular thing. It's just Star Wars as a whole. uh, That is just, uh, that has just kept me, kept me in love with it. But um, I would say one of the things early on <clears throat> would be um, friendships that I made like around the neighborhoods and stuff. Uh, 
with other kids and, and Star Wars, like being the thing that brought us together. Um, and those are friendships that have lasted to this day. Like uh, uh, one of my friends, uh, Pat McCready, who was like my first like best friend. Uh, we uh, um, bonded over Star Wars and that was like our, our thing. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah. So, that, you know, that just lasted to this day. Like I remember us, whenever we get like three or $4 in our pockets, we would go to this theater that was uh, that was in the Valley Forge Shopping Center called the King Theater. It's no longer there. But um, whenever we got a few dollars, we were like that summer, uh, 83, we were running up and down to to that theater to watch Return of the Jedi for like, a, you know, the millionth time, you know. So, yeah, those are those are some fond memories of uh, growing up with Star Wars. Yeah, that sounds like a familiar story to me. Yeah. <laughs> Did you collect comic books when you were younger? Not um, not heavily, like, you know, a little bit here and there. Um, you know, I got the Star Wars comics uh, from Marvel. I, I always thought they were kind of weird, like the old 80s ones. I thought they were kind of thought kind of weird, but uh, but I still uh, I still enjoyed them because they were Star Wars. Um, and I think it, it wasn't until later, like maybe the 90s when I really got into it, like after the death of Superman. That's when I really got into comics and uh, and started collecting and all that. Okay. And besides Star Wars, what are your favorite films? The Outsiders is probably my number two outside of the uh, the Star Wars saga, as far as films go. Uh, that, um, hmm. <laughs> Transformers the movie, the 1986 animated film, is like still one of my favorite movies of all time. Hmm. Um, Rocky III. But I'm not going to go into Rocky IV because that's when Apollo died. I'm not, I'm not trying to, you know. But uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, Rocky Three, uh, another one of my favorites. Yeah, Clubber Lang. Yes, that's my man. Yeah. <laughs> Apollo Apollo Creed is like my favorite character. Those movies should just be called Apollo and not not Rocky. But uh, but yeah, 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 uh, yeah Apollo Creed is my favorite character. Clubber Lang is one of the best, like you know, on screen villains. Thought he was fantastic. All right. So tell us about the history of Atomic City Comics. Uh, your connection to the comic book shop? Well, uh, Atomic City's been around, ooh, ooh, I want to say like 30, 35 years. Um, and I didn't start working there until 2005. But um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a couple people there I was friends with and, and I worked at a video game shop on South Street called Got Game. And uh, and we were like right next door to, to Atomic City at that point was called Showcase Comics. And then Martin and Daryl and uh, Mike Yates and a few others um, were able to buy out and uh, make their own shop uh, from it. And Atomic City Comics was born uh, the first black owned comic shop in, in, uh, in America. And uh, and. Uh, yeah, it's been a staple in Philadelphia and, and, and you know, with the comic goers around the city for, for you know, a few decades now. And, uh, yeah, when I came on, um, I, I was just uh, just a guy, you know, just selling comics and whatnot. And then, uh, my, you know, they were able to see some of my creativity, I guess, and, 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 and allowed me to do more things for the shop. So now if you walk into the shop, like uh, uh, I... I do a lot of the uh, graphic design. Anything outside of the comics, I pretty much am the person ordering that. The T-shirts, the 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 import toys, the uh, uh, the Star Wars stuff that's in there, um, the uh, Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh and all that kind of stuff. So we're we're all over the place with it. 
and uh, I get to express some of my creativity and see just what I can do uh, with the shop as operations manager. So, yeah, yeah. What is it that attracted you to Atomic City Commons? Why did you want to work for Atomic City? I needed a job. Okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it was back in 2005 and I was going through something really, really bad. And, uh, and uh, you know, the uh, current owner of the shop there, uh, Daryl Jones, had offered me a position and I really, really needed one. And, you know, that really helped me out. And And from there, I just, you know, that's how I really, really, really got into uh, the comics industry and and uh, <clears throat> and just collecting, you know, more than, you know, just getting Star Wars comics here and there. So, yeah, that definitely really helped. All right. Well, let's get into talking about War of the Bounty Hunters. Cool. So, All right. Star Wars War of the Bounty Hunters takes place immediately after the events of The Empire Strikes Back. Darth Vader offers a substantial reward for any bounty hunter who finds the Millennium Falcon, piloted by Han Solo. Boba Fett accepts the offer because he, too, is looking for Han Solo. Boba is also working for Jabba the Hutt, who wants Han Solo, because Solo owes him money. Fett and Vader capture Solo, and Solo gets frozen in carbonite. Boba picks up Han and is on his way to deliver Jabba to Tatooine. En route to Tatooine, the carbonite begins to malfunction. <laughs> Boba makes a stop at a clinic on the planet Narashada. The doctor, of course, wants payment up front, and I did not know they had cash in Star Wars. Yeah. Bet has no credits on him and makes a deal with the doctor. She's got a warrior named Ryman Lichter in exchange for payment. Boba Fett challenges Lichter to a fight in an arena and wins. Boba takes his winnings and returns to the repair shop where he finds a doctor deceased and Han Solo stolen. And so the War of the Bounty Hunters begins. Or should I say... Give me a second, I'll get it. (laughs) And so begins the War of the Bounty Hunters. And so begins... Gotcha. Because I got it backwards. No, that's all right. This is fine. It says the same thing. No, so that's it. That's pretty much how... That's it's the jump off. Yeah. 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 So, Chris, who in the world would have uh, the boldness to actually try to steal Han Solo, Han Solo and Carbonite from Boba Fett? Well, uh, a, a lot of people. He, he's he's worked up a nice list of uh, people who uh, who would definitely want to take him out or or, or capture him, you know, uh, over over the years of, of uh, you know, being the profession that he's been in. Um, I. It 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 kind of blindsided me. One of our one of our uh, listeners on on our quick shots and uh, and uh, on on uh, shooting the poodoo, uh, his name is Blaze Cap. <laughs> There's a saga with this with this with this person. Uh, I was thinking I was like you know like for months before War of the Bounty Hunters began I was like, who could it be? Who is this person that is stealing? Um. Uh, uh, Han Solo, like who, like who, who, who could it be? Oh, they bringing in uh, Kyle Katarn, or are they doing something with uh, with the Black Sun Syndicate, or something like that? You know, uh, so I, I had, and, you know, and I, I wasn't even thinking Kira from Crimson Dawn. I, I, I did that. It wasn't in my head. Blaze Cap had uh, put a comment like, uh, "I predict that it's going to be Kira," and I was like. Again, I wasn't even thinking it. I said that was fantastic, and I hope that they do that. And they and they did. They had the boldness to do that, to to bring that character back. 
and to uh, uh, have her as a part of this uh, War of the Bounty on his thing. And, to, and I think that's fantastic. What that did was that brought so many eyes to the comics, which which is needed because it is a very it's a valid uh, uh, medium within Star Wars storytelling and more people should be should be reading that stuff. So, um, yeah, yeah, uh, I think it was it was fantastic that they that they brought her into it. It makes so much sense that they're bringing back Crimson Dawn. So, I'm, I'm you know, yeah, that was that was an amazing alpha in, uh, alpha issue intro into the War of the Bounty Hunters. Yep, I don't know if they do that many alpha intros anymore no 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 this is this i think for star wars this was the this is the first one although the irony considering boba fett's original name is alpha mm, right 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 yeah they did that for a reason mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and i was expecting an omega issue but i think that may come since this since this is the uh what charles soul is doing is is you know he's sliced out his own trilogy within within the saga so it's it's uh war of the bounty hunters crimson rain and hidden empire so maybe we have that alpha issue with war of the bounty hunters and we'll get that omega issue which could oh mm. they can bring in omega that would be so cool that, that would be, be so cool yeah all right so Crimson Dawn is now in possession of Han Solo, mm-hmm. and Kira wants to get the attention of the criminal underworld. So what does she decide to do? She throws a party. She sends out invitations to just about everybody in the galaxy to fly to Jakara so she can sell Solo to the highest bidder. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's talk about the auction. We'll throw out some names on the guest list. Some were invited, some were not. Tell why they are they why they are there, their connection to Hod. And let's start with the Huts, Leia, Lando, and Chewbacca, Dr. Aphra, yeah. Dengar, Valance, the Empire, Boba Fett, Darth Vader. Yeah, let's start one at a time. So, Chris, why are the Huts at this auction? What are they looking for? What's their intention? Well, they they want to get back what's theirs, what what they think is rightfully theirs in Han Solo. You know, they they, they put out the I'm well, Vader put out the, the bounty on it. Uh, and then, uh, you know, it paid Jabba to send him to, to uh, you know, Jabba's palace on Tatooine. So as far as the huts are concerned, especially Jabba, Han is his property. And th- there should be no auction. It should just be his. Right. So that's why they're there to, to save face as well as get back there. Okay. What they believe is theirs. And we also have Leia, Lando, and Chewbacca attending mm-hmm. the auction. Well, that's self-explanatory. You know, that's that's, you know, that's that's family. Yeah. You know, so they 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 definitely want to get him back. You know. Exactly. <clears throat> and let's talk about Doctor Afra and Sano Staro. So, what are the, their purpose of being at the auction? They're there for a completely different reason. You know, Han Solo doesn't even register with them. It's not even that. Uh, they're there um, because uh, Afra has a has a history uh, with uh, with the tag family the tag corporation and uh domina tag the head of the family has uh tasked afra and and uh star uh son of staros uh with uh retrieving um oh it was it was some kind of information uh some sort of intelligence right yeah 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 mm-hmm. some, yeah some intelligence uh you know at that at that uh that shindig that that's going on for a crimson dawn and I, I, you know, and just to make sure that, you know, 
that uh, the Tag Corporation can still hold on to some dominance, even though that, that uh, Crimson Dawn is back. So that that's you know one of the things that Dominant is is uh, looking for and has tasked uh, Afrin and Sana with. All right, bounty hunters Dengar and Valance. Why are they there? Valance is there to. I don't know if it's Valance or Valance. I, I, I always said Valance. Yeah, I, I don't know either. Yeah. <laughs> um, but but uh, uh, Han and Valance have a have a have a history. Uh, they were at the Imperial Academy together, and uh, they were they were friends, and. Uh, uh, Valens feel like he he owes Han and wants to you know wants to save him. Uh, Dengar has reasons uh, since the since uh, since Han has been lost since since Boba lost Han. There's a bounty that is out on Boba's head now from Jabba the Hutt, and um, Dengar wants to wants to get that bounty. He wants to get the uh, the Boba bounty. So that he can save his, uh, I think it's his wife or his girlfriend, like the love of his life, that I think uh, Java Java has imprisoned. Mm. So he's doing he's doing it for uh, you know for that for that reason. Um, and the best way to get to it is to work with um, is to work with Valance to 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 get the Boba Fett, so that Han I'm sorry so that Valance can get the Han and so that Dengar can get to uh, can get the Fett. Right. The Empire. I'm very surprised that the Empire would attend such a uh, such an event like this and be around other criminal organizations. So the Empire is so powerful; whatever they want, they just take it. They don't need yeah. to for anything. So, I mean, you think they just come and they're like, "All right, give us Han," and right. then with the blasters and everything. Well, yeah, with the blasters and the demanding and all the fighting. Mm-hmm. So, what's the Empire's purpose for being at the auction? Um, if I if I remember correctly, well, I know that Han, that Vader's purpose, his only purpose is to get to Luke, so he will go through Han to get to Luke, and if that's what's going to get him Luke, then then you know he'll 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 do you know what he has to, uh, and and use all the Empire's resources to do so. Um, also, uh, the Empire always had like a, a, a strenuous relationship with the underworld, the criminal underworld. Mm-hmm. So they're also like, you know, testing the waters and seeing what Crimson Dawn is about and how they're going to be able to work them in and control them or or totally smother them and take them out. Right. And we just touched on uh, Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. Here he is. Darth Vader just crashes the party. Oh, yeah. And his goal is to get Han Solo because he lost track of Luke. Which mm-hmm. seems very unfair. I, I just couldn't understand why Vader would do this because in the Empire Strikes Back, Vader and Boba Fett had a deal, right? Boba would get Han and Vader would get Luke. Mm-hmm. Now Honestly, desperate times call for desperate misers. I mean, I think what happened was after that duel in the Empire Strikes Back, Vader lost Luke again. So now Vader's bad because he had a plan, it didn't work. So now he's got to come up with a new plan, hence why he's stealing Han. Right. Because the Empire never makes a deal for long. Yeah, I, exactly. I just found it was a very hey. unfair. I mean, you know, Vader said, I'm altering the deal. Pray I don't alter it any further. Like, it doesn't no. matter. You know, he, he'll, he'll make he'll make whatever, you know, he'll do whatever he needs to do to get what he needs. And his, his purpose isn't like, there's no connection between him and Han. Like, none, except for he blew up the Death Star. Well, Vader wasn't even a big fan of the Death Star to begin with. But, um... Uh, his purpose is to is to get Luke and either bring him under the fold or destroy him. 
So, um, yeah, yeah, that, that, that's 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 Vader's role within within Boy the Bounty Hunters. It's all about Luke Skywalker. And if I've got to, and he's saying, if I've got to, you know, get Han Solo and destroy Han Solo to get you, then that's that's what I'm going to do. Right. And we also know Boba Fett is there because he's trying to get Han Solo because Han Solo belongs to him. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Fett has a uh, and this and this comes from and this is also like harkening back to these one shot uh, Age of Republic issues. There was Age of Republic, Age of Rebellion and Age of Resistance a set of comics that came out and Django Fett's uh, had a young Boba in there and Django instilled in Boba about um, your reputation and and you know how you were seen by the you know by the uh, by the galaxy and all that and um and when he got uh when boba got han stolen from him that messes with his reputation and uh he's like no i need to you know this is my job this is my charge uh, and i need to get this back on track so you know that that's 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 a lot of uh, his motivation for this all right so now the bidding starts mm-hmm. at 100,000 credits. The huts are starting to throw out these large numbers to get Han Solo. And then apparently the huts start bidding against themselves. <laughs> so- Which is pointless because either way they get Han Solo is just a different hut. Because if you're like, uh, 2,000, 3,000, 300,000, right. it's pointless. Yeah. It's all from the same plant. What's going on there, Chris? What what are the huts up to? There, there's a bit going on with the huts uh, with uh, Boku because Boku is working for <laughs> he's working for Vader, but he's also working for Crimson Dawn. Yes. So, um, so he he's he's working with Vader, but he's also going into business for himself a little bit. But it all links back to to Crimson Dawn. So, yeah. All right. Well, so Sola Solo is sold to Jabba for one million credits. One million credits. That's much more than what he was going to pay Boba Fett for for uh, for Solo. But right. in credits, and then this is when Vader crashes the party and takes Han Solo for himself. Now, Kira wants Darth Vader to pay one million credits. All right, and Vader says no. <laughs> and what happens next? Well, uh, what happens is is probably one of the a fight that I need to see um, uh, uh, animated or live action or otherwise. Uh, Cause I thought it was fantastic. Um, I love that fight. I thought that, uh, and, and some things harken back to uh, like when, when Vader fights her and he says, like he recognizes her training. Uh, he recognizes like, you know, her fighting style. And then she alludes to that. It was Maul that it, that it trained her. I was like, Oh, like okay cool cool there's so much there's so much uh cool stuff right there that needs to be told uh so much of that backstory that i would love to see but Mm. uh and then okay now vader senses luke and he decides to go after his son Mm -hmm. meanwhile jabba wants no trouble with the empire and he decides to just walk away and boku is not having it nope all right and like you said, it turns out that Boku is working for Crimson Dawn. Mm-hmm. So now that the Empire has Solo with the Star Destroyer, Boba and Valance work together to go after the Star Destroyer. Leia, Chewbacca, and Lando make a final attempt to get Solo back. And then the Huts send a fleet of their ships to take Solo from the Empire. 
The Huts are going after the Empire? Uh, what are they thinking? <laughs> What's going on with the Huts? Yeah, it, it, there's so much like subterfuge and and you know stuff with stuff with Boku and and uh, you know that 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 bit of treachery that was going on with him and and uh, yeah, Crimson Dawn has worked everyone into a frenzy. And I think, you know, well, not think pretty much what they're trying to do is curious trying to get everyone to destroy each other, so to speak, so that they can rise in power. Now, I also think that if what we know of, of her from Solo, she is trying to help Han in her way, you know, like because uh, uh, she she knows how good of a person that that Han is, even when Han doesn't. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I, I know that. And that's one thing, like, we're going to learn so much more about her and her intentions going forward with the, with the next series that starts next month. And I can't wait for uh, Crimson Dawn. Uh, I'm sorry, Crimson Rain. Um, so, yeah, I think all this is to is to uh, grab power, um, maybe not destroy the Empire, but cripple them so that uh, so that, you know, the sort of Crimson Dawn can rise and be like a rival superpower or something like that within within the galaxy. Well, you know, we'll see. But yeah, yeah, I, I can't wait to see where this goes. Now, the battle between the Huts and the Empire are getting out of control. Mm-hmm. The Emperor personally asked Vader to intervene and gets to get the Huts under yeah. control. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And Vader drops his pursuit of Luke mm-hmm. to follow his orders that the Emperor gave him and take care of the Huts. Oh, he did. How does Vader take care of the Huts? With a lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, oh, as 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 he said back in the day, aggressive negotiations were were, were had, uh-huh. and uh, and uh, yeah, he 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 pretty much what he did was, uh, and that's I guess why we see Jabba as like the main guy. He took out every every all the other major players within the cartel, and you know Jabba was able to get away, and and now he is risen to power, right? Even <laughs> more so, yeah. And we didn't say earlier, there were actually four other huts besides mm. Jabba, right? I don't have the names of all four, but Boku, we know, is the one. He is the spearheader. He's yeah. the one that's going after the Empire and trying to destroy the Death Star, uh, the Star Destroyer. Mm-hmm. So it's really his plan, his idea to actually try to steal Han Solo back from the Empire. So mm-hmm. he's the ringleader. Yeah. Um, and he was one of the first to go. Yeah. 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 Of course yeah. he was. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, that's, that's what happens to huts. Yeah. They're huts. Right. So we know that now that the rest of the hut clan is destroyed, that just leaves Jabba as the heir to the hut empire. But we know from Return of the Jedi that doesn't last much longer. But nope. yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Doesn't he have a son or a nephew or something? Jabba, I don't know that. From the from the Clone Wars. Yeah. So I, I don't know if we know his fate yet, and I keep forgetting his name. That's a good point. Is that uh, Rada? Rada. Rada. Hmm. Okay, that's interesting. And so we'll see. Young, and so who knows? I mean, he may be yeah, out I mean, there. You know how Jabba is. Right. That's a good point. That's a good yeah. point. Because I know that they're, I know they live hundreds of years, maybe thousands. Mm. So uh, I'm pretty sure that, the, you know, what would Ahsoka call him? Stinky? I think. I forget. <laughs> but uh, um, I know that he may still be a child by this point. So he, even, even after Return of the Jedi. Uh, so maybe that's why Boba was able to take over. Got so it. easily, you know. So we'll yeah. see. Who knows? You know, Rada might show up. Yeah. I don't know how Hutt's age. Yeah. But anyway, I just thought of something. 
he might be a teenager by the time of Return of the Jedi at least. Maybe. So but maybe. teenagers are rebellious. And you know what else? Jabba's not Jabba's not really alive anymore. <laughs> so this is this is a way for a subplot. Mm-hmm. Going after the rebellion. Because he's mad that his uncle or I think it's his uncle. Mm-hmm. His uncle didn't make it out of the movie. Mm-hmm. So maybe Rod is thinking, well, the empire, the Hut Empire, now belongs to him. Now that job is out of the picture, yeah. so he may try and to. Now challenge. he's got the power. Yeah, yeah. He may try to challenge Fett. Yeah, How about that. Or, or maybe why we saw at the end of Mando season two, uh, where Bib Fortuna is 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 you know sitting there. Maybe he's there as a uh, what's the word, a regent, maybe like a regent or something like that. You know, where he's 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 ruling in. Uh, the other one's stead until he comes of age. So, and then Bo- Boba came in and messed all that up. So, you know, uh, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see where that goes. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to see where that goes. So, Leia, Chewbacca, and Lando are allowed to land on the Star Destroyer. Mm-hmm. They engage in a blaster battle with the Empire. Leia gets so close to Solo, but here comes Boba Fett. The huts fire on the Star Destroyer. There's an explosion, and the carbonite falls out of the destroyer. So Boba ignites his jetpack and goes after Solo. He uses his grapple hook and grabs the carbonite and takes Solo back to the ship. So we know in the end, Boba gets Solo back and finally delivers the carbonite to Jabba on Tatooine. Jabba patches things up, Jabba drops the body on Boba, and then pays him his credits because he brought Solo successfully. But meanwhile, Crimson Dawn is stronger than ever. And we find out the Knights of Red are working with the Dawn. Yes, Kylo Ren's Knights of Red. Any thoughts on that, Chris? Uh, Yeah. Um, Like, well, first, um, when you you said that uh, 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 Leia and Lando and Chewie were able to land the Falcon on the Star Destroyer, normally that shouldn't happen. But because Crimson Dawn has people everywhere even within the empire they're able to do that await the dawn and await the dawn mm-hmm. and uh or as we say in philly await the john uh, <laughs> uh <laughs> um but uh yeah so um where was it <laughs> yes John, John, I John, John, else, right so crimson dawn has people working for the empire Yep, they, yeah, they got people in the empire. They got people. They, of course, they have Boku within the Hut Cartel. Right. Uh, I think in every every criminal organization that that was uh, in there, Crimson Dawn has someone in. Uh, and, what about uh, Black Sun? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. In one of the uh, one of the uh, uh, Afra comics, uh, there was an operative that was uh, that was outed and then taken care of. Um, that was in there. Uh, so yeah, yeah, they're everywhere. Even within the rebellion, they've got Crimson Dawn operatives. So, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. they're everywhere. Hmm. Since the Knights of Ram, I think most of them make it out of the Rise of Skywalker. They might try to start a new Crimson Dawn, get more people, maybe a new villain and a fourth trilogy. So mm-hmm. this series really brought up a lot of questions, yes. a lot of possibilities, a lot of wormholes mm-hmm. for exploration. Yeah, were you surprised to see the Knights of Resistance in one? Were you surprised to see the Knights of Ren as part of Crimson Dawn? Absolutely, very much. And and with everyone else that I saw on that uh, 
that splash page at the uh, uh at, at you know that last page on uh, on uh, War of the Bounty Hunters number five where you see um and and you gotta remember this is Charles Soule writing this so he's bringing in every character that he has had uh, that he's gotten a chance to write so yep like from the, from the Rise of Kylo Ren comic you've got the Knights of Ren you got Ren and and the Knights and even that little Knight of Ren kid who's in there with him at the death <laughs> you know, I need to learn more about that one I need I need to see more. Um, there's also a uh, another bounty hunter that was in the Lando series that Charles Soule wrote named Chanath Cha. Um, and she was, uh, her parents were killed off by, I think, the Inquisitors. Yeah, I think they were killed off by the Imperial Inquisitors. And now she uh, has a group of, uh, I don't know if they're bounty hunters or what, but we're going to find out. And they're called the Orphans. So it's Chanath Cha and the Orphans. Uh, and then there's a few others that are that are in there. So, yeah, I'm I'm really excited to see what happens next. And we didn't talk about Death Stick, the assassin. Yes, yeah. And she was in the um, she was first in that Star Wars Uprising game, which I played, and I, I didn't know what was going on. I'm real terrible at mobile games, but uh, but yeah, I remember her from that. So, so she's she's still around. Um, I'm really excited. Like I remember we did an interview with Charles Soule for for Podathon 2021. And he let us in on something that was about to that's about to happen with the Knights of Ren going on a heist on Castle Vader on uh, Mustafar, uh, and they're there to get in uh, some kind of a uh, artifact. And this is Charles Soule writing this, so it's got to be uh, if you've read the older um, the the uh, Dark Lord of the Sith uh, um, Vader run that he had wrote that he had written. Uh, there's a there's a mask called the mask of Momi. This uh, this other Sith Lord is he's crazy. He's very he's he does like a lot of grotesque things. And uh, I think they're going to get this mask of Momi because when when someone puts on that mask, they're um, uh, that mask is imbued with the essence of of Momi. So when someone puts that on, they're possessed, and that person becomes Darth Momi. So uh, I, I'm I'm really looking forward to see what what goes down from here like charles sold is a master is it's a master wordsmith to me as far as star wars writing goes and i i'm so excited to see what happens next and i believe that ties into his 2017 series his darth vader series mm -hmm. that took place after revenge of the sith mm -hmm. um i i think vader also had that interaction with that character yes. you're talking yep. about the helmet yeah yep so, Charles Soule is just bringing everything all together, connecting yep. everything. Yeah, yeah. The, you know, the, I think he, I forgot if he called it the Soulverse or something like that. But yeah, yeah. Every every bit of writing that he has done, it is all, it's all culminating with this uh, with this uh, the Crimson Dawn trilogy that he's doing. Mm -hmm. All right. Can we talk a little bit about the Book of Boba Fett? You know, since we now know that Boba was able to get Han Solo to Jabba the Hutt, and we know that Jabba the Hutt doesn't make it out of Return of the Jedi. And now Boba is back to take over his throne. We know at this point that Boba is very angry and he's angry with Jabba one, because he had this bounty on him because he thought, uh, you know, Jabba thought that Boba didn't follow the deal. with bringing right. solo back to him. So there was a bounty on him. Yeah. And um, I, I just think what Boba's plan is to just get rid of anyone who was associated with Jabba, who worked with Jabba, so that he can take over easily, mm -hmm. you know, because I, I remember in the, uh, in the 
in the trailer, he mentioned about ruling the empire with respect. Yeah. In order for him to do that, he needs to get rid of those people who didn't respect him. And those are the ones that work for Jabba the Hutt. Do you have any predictions about what we're going to see in the book of Boba Fett? Uh, I don't know about predictions. I have hopes. <laughs> so um, I, I hope that there is a link to Omega in this in this thing. Uh, I, and uh, I hope that yeah, we 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 get to we get to see more of the crime syndicates. Like uh, in War of the Bounty Hunters, uh, and I think it was the the first issue, or whenever they you know they they first went to the uh, uh, that uh, that gala that uh, that that Kira was uh, was holding with all these crime syndicates. Mm-hmm. There was one crime syndicate. There was one crime family that was mentioned, and I had lost my mind because. If you ever watched the uh, the old Star Wars droids cartoon, I there have. was a uh, there was a gang called the Fromm Gang. I know them. Uh, Size and Tick Fromm. Yep. They were mentioned in in the uh, War of the Bounty Hunters comic, and I lost my mind. I was so happy. So does it uh, canon? Yeah, yeah, they are canon now, and I'm so happy. <laughs> so I, I hope that we see, you know. That that's the one thing with the you know we didn't get much of it in Mando, um, because he's you know th- there's a specific story happening there. But uh, with 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 uh, the book of Boba, you know we could really really start to uh, 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 and uncover this uh, this underworld, this criminal underworld within Star Wars. I'd love to see that like you know fleshed out live action. So, do you think we'll see Kira and Crimson Dawn again in Boba Fett? That depends. That depends on what happens with this with this trilogy going on in the comics, <clears throat> and what that. I don't know how much they can spoil, and I hope they're all working together, like between the different mediums for Star Wars storytelling. So I'm hoping that they're all keeping it uh, as 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 together as they can. Um, I hope it would be fantastic to to to, to see Amelia Clark come back in some way as Kira. Uh, post uh, Return of the Jedi, post uh, I hope she survives this whole trilogy that's going on right now. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Well, the Crimson Dawn series continues in a new Marvel comic book called Star Wars Crimson Reign by mm-hmm. Charles So, mm-hmm. which begins in December. I- I'll tell you something, Chris. I've never been this excited to run uh, to the comic book store since I was in high school. Mm. I, mean, I just, <laughs> mm. it's like, I-, I feel like I'm there every other week. Yeah. So much stories and and series out there not just star wars but <clears throat> excuse me not just star wars but there's so much uh material out there for any comic book lover so i i yeah um i you know appreciate atomic city comics that we have a place where we can actually go and get our comic books so i just want to let people know that if you're in the philly area and you love comics and graphic novels please support this shop come Keep on down this Right. If you're visiting Philadelphia, um, Chris, you can give them the address of Atomic City Comics and let them know where they can find you. Sure. Uh, you can come down to Atomic City Comics at 638 South Street uh, in Philly. Uh, the number is 215-625-9613. If you ever have any questions, especially Star Wars questions, you know, just ask for Chris. I'll, I'll, I'll get on that. I'll take care of you. Thank you. Thank you. And then as far as you and Bro Action, where can they find mm-hmm. you? 
Uh, you can find us on uh, Twitter at Broaxiom. The same with uh, uh, Instagram. We're also on Facebook and, of course, on YouTube. Um, you can find me on uh, Twitter uh, at, at Chris Ryan's, C H R I S R Y O N S. And I'm always talking Star Wars on there as well. So, yeah. Absolutely. And Keith, where can people find us? Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public, Amazon Music, Audible, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. All right. We're also on YouTube. Please subscribe. We have a Facebook page. Please like our Facebook page and follow us on Twitter and Instagram. And our website, fatherfungalaxy.com. Chris, we are honored to have you on our show. This was fun. Oh, thank you. Thank um, you. Oh, I had a great time. Yeah. And there'll be more comic books to talk about in the future. So we would oh, love yes. to have you back on our podcast. Anytime. All right. Thank you. So that is our spoiler review of Star Wars War of the Bounty Hunters. Until next time, take care, take care, and we will see you again.